0: I never give up. I never give up. I never give up.
1: Turning around. Welcome back to My Steps to Sobriety, my show on YouTube and as a podcast with me, your host, Stefan Neff. Today I've got another fantastic interview waiting because I've got Sunita Sandeep with me. Zanita is a TEDx speaker, uh, a a force of nature really out there, who is a transformational coach and then tries to empower women to get in their best uh, physical, mental, emotional state. But what really intrigued me about her approach is that she says, we need to get beyond mindfulness. And I thought, huh okay, I need to talk to this woman. I want to find out more. Sunita, tell me more. Welcome to my show.
0: Thank you so much, Stefan. Thank you for having me here. It's a privilege and I really appreciate what you do. Uh, and it's it's so nice to be here. Looking forward to our conversation.
1: Oh, beautiful. Thank you so much. Sunita, you don't wake up when you're eight and go run into the bedroom of your mummy and daddy say mummy daddy i know what i do i'm going to be a transformational coach what do you think <laughs> how did your story start
0: <laughs> oh my god yes yes like um stefan if you had asked me about um 10 or 15 years ago if this is what i wanted to do i would run away from this <laughs> uh, this is not a choice that that i intentionally made to say that you know i'm going to be a transformational coach and i think it's it's a beautiful thing because you just feels that the more aligned who are you who you are to yourself the more it kind of takes you there okay. whether you want it or not and for me that has been this journey uh my my father came from a um professor he was a um he was a phd holder and he was a professor in his um organization in his college and um just talking to people teaching them and coaching them was something that i for me was i would just run away from but i never thought i had the patience um to listen to people and here i am as a coach 90 percent of the work i do is listening to people Uh, 95 percent maybe
1: that's about realistic isn't it
0: yeah, it's about like, you know, it's a 180 degree shift for me um, in in what I thought I would be doing to, to where I am today.
1: And you have so beautifully, beautifully said it. That's the way we should communicate nowadays so much more. Um, we are often so feeling so self-important and maybe so so oh, insecure. We are rather talk than listen. We have got one mouth, two ears. That should be the ratio, really, in a a conversation. That's
0: a good way. Yeah, a good way to do it.
1: But you say 90% of the the work of a coach is to listen. Because ultimately, the answers, often enough, lie there, very obvious. It's just that the person in front of us can't see it and can't hear the messages that come from within let that be the yeah. heart, the gut, the mind. Uh, so we are, yeah. we keep ourselves so busy in our life uh, that we often don't even, that we've never learned to really listen yes. to us ourselves.
0: Yes. Yes. So Goodness. beautifully said. So beautifully
1: said. I mean, do you, uh, what was the catalyst that made you look more closely into yourself or start yeah. listening more to yourself?
0: Yeah. Um uh, thank you Stefan. I talk about this at my TEDx talk as well. For me the the trauma that happened for me was the one that literally changed my perspective to life or literally set me on a completely different direction. Um growing up I was always the high achiever, in control of my life, perfectionist, uh um like you know, um overachiever, overfunctioner kind of a person. And traditional coaching methodologies always wants you there, right? Like, you know, 10 steps to succeed. Do these 10 things and then you can go succeed. But for me, when this trauma hit me, it was like, I oh God, I'm actually not in control of my life. There's something beyond. The only thing that I know is how I can respond to that, not react to that in a in a way to respond to that. And be with whatever that is happening without all of the post-productive talks that we do within our mind. And life is actually simple and easier if you just be there, respond to what is happening, and even you can do there, being undoing to whatever is showing up. Um, And I think that was the shift for me. And it wasn't an easy shift. There was a lot of say, layers and layers.
1: I yes, it, I, I actually disagree with you. It is much easier to reach for a bottle, honestly. It takes me what? I mean, if you have got something at home, it takes me, what, five seconds to get the first drink down my, my gullet? And after, after two drinks, uh, mm. I will feel so <laughs> much better. Come on, that's much easier than actually yeah. accept that there are challenges within our life.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah actually mm. you're so true you're so true <laughs> but it that is actually an easier path yeah as you said it's it's easier to to get something go chase after things so did you um, do that
1: did you do that when when the challenges came was there the temptation for you uh,
0: to to do what
1: to escape your reality if in ways oh, yeah. that maybe oh, that yeah. maybe we're not so healthy i mean the 12 oh, yeah. hours binge watching of netflix and eating rubbish or the alcohol or the the whatever you throw yourself in to, yeah. to numb your brain um yeah that is the most common response of people and and i'm as guilty as charged here so have yeah. you yeah what was your so, vice, shall I say?
0: I'll, I'll, yeah, it's it's a very, very different one for me. I immersed myself in keeping myself busy. Hmm.
1: The workaholic. And that
0: is also uh, workaholic, learnaholic, um, learning different things, Um uh, understanding like how everything works and what do I need to do, and and sometimes even you can use positivity and spirituality mm. also as a way to bypass mm. the difficult emotions that nice. that we are going through. Right. Nice. So I used all of those things: toxic positivity, <laughs> spirituality, name it. Uh, but see, the, the 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 thing is, our mind is. If, if if I would tell this to anybody that, you know, I use spirituality and I use positivity to, to numb myself, it's regarded as a good thing. But then once you go through the journey, you'll kind of realize that hmm, this is what I'm doing to run away from facing my own reality. And I think that's a very difficult identity to let go at that point. It's almost like a psychological death because because you have built good number of your years thinking you are that and now you also have to let go of that. that. Um, addiction <laughs> is addiction, whether it's good or bad.
1: <laughs> oh! now that's a pearl of wisdom. Wow, um, you're right. And in all fairness, I that is similar to what I actually did minus the positivity. Um, <laughs> I threw myself into work which is a very nice thing to do so i became very quickly the best at school i became the the best the best the best and i kept myself beautifully busy not having to feel not having to to look at the waves of emotions and if they came then i would numb them or i found it wow i've made a breakthrough when i actually allowed myself to hear the right music have the right wine and then watch the right thing that finally let me cry, and I I I actually yeah. worked on that release valve quite well. Give me the right combination within five minutes, sopping, snotting, and tears yeah. and everything. So that was about the power of my my emotional yeah. <laughs> growth yeah. that I allowed myself. Yeah. So it is so easy to become an alcoholic uh, and a workaholic. And an Workaholic. escapeaholic, yeah, before you Escapaholic. become. Escapeaholic. Mm, I like yeah.
0: that actually. Uh, Self developmental holic. Oh, that's yes. probably yes. a new word that we want to, <laughs> we also want to uh, uh, use, right? Self <laughs> developaholic, de- whatever that is. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: love that. I loved that, actually. That works really well because for some of us, that's again, that's the escape you were powerless, you were helpless, you felt really awful at that yes. moment in trauma. So you try absolutely everything to get back in control. You know that you're yes. out of kilter. So no surprise. Yeah. This actually, I mean, very interesting. Uh, did yeah. that work? I mean, you you worked on so, all these self-improvement self, uh, yes, techniques. Yes, I did.
0: Yeah. Yes, a, a lot of self-development, self-help, a lot of spirituality as well. Uh, it did help me to let go some of the things that I was holding on to. Um, and again, I usually talk about this in stages of consciousness. Like, you know, when you start, you're in a victim kind of a consciousness. Everything around me is, is happening to me and I need to do something. And then we we try to do a lot of these self-development techniques. We do We go after teachings after teachings, methodologies, training, coaches, and then we get into this empowered stage of consciousness where it'll feel we have the control in life and we can drive the life the way we want to do. But sooner or later, something within you starts questioning, are you sure you want to do that? It's like, that's that's not me. Then once, like, you know, for me, I remember uh, when I had severe insomnia that that took me over. It's like a minute or a two minutes of sleep a day. And I really thought that I was going to die. Um, and then I tried everything possible, like, you know, taking magnesium, taking some supplements, doing whatever I needed to do to just sleep. And there was a time when just suddenly came and then said, I can't do this anymore. I can't. And I'm going to take what is offered. I can't sleep. So be it. I can't sleep. Then I think in that moment of surrender and what that surrender teaches is not that we are weak, but the power within us raises so much to just be intimate with the reality that is happening the practicality. The truth of what's happening versus our mind trying to trick us in whatever way that we want to look at the reality, which is our own perspective. That's not what reality is. And I think for me, the surrendering into the intimacy of reality, I think that that was a big shift, which literally changed my path.
1: Wow. I mean, there's, there's not so an much, easy
0: thing. No, not yeah. at all. Not at all. Yeah. It's, it's very many, difficult.
1: I don't think yeah. many people will actually ever fully come to that point because that is really Zen. Yeah. That is really, there, yes. there's so many other words in different philosophies that, that are coming to that to really be at peace with yourself. Yeah. That is very rare that that happens. Yeah. Um, at least in my experience, maybe I'm so quirky and, and and affected by emotions, actions, the outside that I have so much more to learn because before I come to it, but I, I get glimpses of it. I get glimpses yes. of it. Right now I'm going through not easy times. So last night I thought, stuff it. Yes, I've just broken a toe. No, I can't go training, running, but I can go for a swim. So there you go. I went two kilometers swim. At the end of two kilometers, I had used my body and my muscles in such a way that much of the trauma was actually released. Much of the tension was released. Wow. I've I've changed my state. And in the middle of that swim, there was was a downpour and there was the most beautiful uh, um, rainbow there. And it was all telling me yes you're going for shit times but um yeah. depression hates a moving target um so uh, that that's saying wow. went from my head as I, I moved but it was changing my state it was it was doing something and at the end after two k's i had a smile on my face and i felt okay that's good you're in control but see i was chasing being in control again I was yes. also at the same token. I was actually in Zen. I was actually in beautiful. Zen. So it in was the flow. In, that's right. That's right. It, and yeah. this was beautiful. Um, but I, I can't yet uh reliably reproduce that. Uh today, yeah. no yeah. doubt, there will be new challenges and there will be yeah. times when I need to bring the survivor out. Um I loved yeah. what you said between the victim and the thriver. I've got in between, I've got a survivor. The survivor has yeah. got no emotions, uh, knows what he has to do, his eyes cold, um, and yeah. sees it with clarity what he has to do. So do you have that person as well in you? You were, uh, you were talking there is about the other all two.
0: kinds. Yeah, I have all kinds of personalities within me, even now. And then for me, what I've realized is even if I talk to my teacher or my masters who have helped me, like, you know, my my one of my teachers is a Buddhist uh, tradition teacher. Um, I don't think this will ever end as long as we are humans. There will be all kinds of personalities that probably that we will have to deal with in each of our different areas of life. I may be good in like one area of life, and maybe I'm still holding on to certain fragments of being a victim in in other areas of life, and uh, maybe thriving in one versus being a survivor in another. Mm -hmm. And the whole journey for me, which is beautiful right now to think about it, is just integrating all of these different fragments (laughs) into the the groundedness, into that wholeness or so uh, Mm -hmm. that I want to call. So it's like, there is a kind of space, there is a kind of awareness, there is a kind of consciousness. And the, the minute I try to numb it or try to resist it, I try to avoid it, it grows. But the minute I try to become more letting go of it and start embracing it and start not just embracing and accepting, doing with it, like pending to it, an actual action that is happening to it. Uh, Hmm. is when those fragments get integrated and then we can start using uh, or or something starts using that Hmm. as an instrument so we become kind of instruments but we are enjoying the journey Uh, (laughs) that's the paradox that that we 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 lie to
1: that's very difficult to
0: explain it's very difficult to explain but yeah but but In reality, in the practicality, that's what is happening. The more and more you remove your hands out of the steering wheel, the more you realize, "Mm, I like it. Mm, I don't know where I'm going, but I like it. Because you see, there's no more pressure. Uh, There's no more weight that is on my shoulders to make Mm -hmm. everything right.
1: And that is the beautiful thing. That is, um, because sometimes you are just exhausting yourself with trying to do whatever you do and ultimately um there comes a point where you need to let go and with that you're not powerless but what you are saying is really you regain some of the power and you and if you think about it uh instead of doing Uh, just keeping yourself busy if you're if you're ending up in a true emergency what people tell you survival experts tell you stop don't do anything don't just run in one direction away from from your broken car etc stop for a moment think yeah calm yourself etc and it's that stopping it's that accepting okay these are the new realities okay that yeah. that applies for an emergency, that applies maybe for a relationship that is no longer yeah. as good or for your workspace where there might be changes looming in view of the financial crisis that we're going through at the moment. Yes. So there are so many situations where you have no control, and but you have a control over yourself. That control also includes either doing things distracting yourself like and that might be okay for a moment
0: but you can't just for for, for some time exactly
1: but you just can't just keep going 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 going
0: like a hamster on a wheel
1: um and no, you need to stop think feel embrace what's going on and maybe then your body comes up with the answers because yes. both you and I, we believe that the body has the answers. And I loved it earlier yes. on. You, you, in a preamble, we talked about our gut, we talked about our heart, um, and uh, the other parts of our ourselves that are yeah. as important yeah. as our brain. Um, how, how do you look after your gut, uh, literally, from a well, from a literal point of view, as well as yeah. our, uh, of a, of <laughs> a, um, a caring point of view
0: sharing point of view. So for me, the journey, so as you said, we, we try to do a lot of things in the initial time that we are caught up with something. And I think it's the mind trying to figure out as much as it can. And there is a time, um, it's, it's like, you know, you, you put the mind to too much doing and and it'll try to figure it out. And at some point the mind says, you know what? I don't think I can. And that's a beautiful surrender into the next level, which is more into the heart. And the the minute we start falling down into the heart is where a lot of our fears of emotions, um, difficult emotions, shame, guilt, jealousy, envy, um, hate, like, you know, revenge, aggression, anger, all of these things are stored in there. And until this time, our mind was trying to protect it by keeping ourselves busy. And when the mind lets go, slowly there is no way for us to go but to fall into that emotional layer. Mm -hmm. And now there is, again, we can try to run away and then we come back. We try to run away. And then sometimes life gives us a way wherein we just can't run away. We have to face it. It's like uh, you face it or you die kind of a situation. Um, And then I think emotional holes would have to be released before even we go into the gut. Usually that's the progression that I have seen and I have I've heard people talk about also. The emotional way is there is no other way than to feel it. There's no way out of suffering than to go through it. Uh, and I think anything that we try to do is just a bypassing. And usually when, when like, you know, I, um, I was doing this exercise with, with one of my clients recently, and then her fear was everything that she was doing all around was the fear of being worthless. And we explored, what does worthless feel like for you? What's an emotion there? And Usually, we are given things like if you're operating from the mind and the mindset, we will say, You know what? I'm not worthless. I'm worthful. No matter what I do, I'm worthful. And that's the way we can trick our mind. But there's a deep held emotion that's sitting in our body of knowing what that worthlessness means. And that's why I don't want to feel that worthless. So, the best thing that we would have to do, and of course, with the by giving the space to that particular client, to that particular woman, mm-hmm. give the space for them to feel what worthlessness means. What does it feel? What's the emotion? Because at the end, what we discover is in this journey, every single thing that's that's happening to us is nothing but an experience. Anything that you take. Right from grief to anger, to jealousy, to um, hatredness, to feeling of losing ourselves or um, the low levels of loneliness or anything. At the end of it, it's an experience. And the more we try to resist and avoid that experience, we are just building layers and layers. Mm. And at some point in the surrender, what happens is we just say, okay, okay. Let's see what worthless feels like. What is it? And now, once you start feeling worthless, you're free from that fear of feeling worthless. And your actions don't have to be because you feel worthless, you need to do something. Instead of that, your actions are going to be like, oh, I love doing it. Oh, I just enjoy. Oh, how cool will it be to do certain things? And that's the shift between operating from fear to operating from inspiration. Hmm. And that's more on the emotional level. Hmm. And that is extremely deeper level. That is more of, of an identity that we are. Um, any kind of an identity that that we hold on to. I'm a mother, I'm a wife, hmm. or I'm a spiritual person, I'm a Zen person, or I'm a Buddhist, or any kind of an identity yeah. that we hold on to and we use the same identity no matter where we go, what we do, that's the gut release that needs to happen. That's the most difficult thing. It's almost like a psychological death that we have to go through when we release that level of identity. And and you especially, coming from the addiction background, at the end of the day, like there is a personal will that has to completely let go and say, you know what, I can't do anything about this. <laughs> right. And it's the loss of the personal will is the awakening of our gut.
1: No, that's very true. So, Sorry, yeah. I was interrupting. You. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I think it's it's the most difficult thing for me in this whole journey was the loss of personal will. And I remember telling to my teacher, this is not what I wanted. This is not what I wanted. Can I get back? Can I go back on this journey? <laughs> I want I, I want to be who I was. I was like this achieving success and like, you know, go one after the other. I want to go because a lot of negative things have been cleared. Like, you know, my anxiety, my panic attacks, my depression, all of those were cleared. And now I'm like, oh, it's not only the negative identities that I'm losing. Even the positive identities are so that I thought are also needing to be let go of to fall into that space, which is not about positive or negative, but it's about reality. That's not easy, Stefan, that's not easy to it's to beautiful. see reality to be intimate with reality.
1: And that's very interesting. And it's very, very beautiful. You, you said that what many of us don't realize is that there are natural transformations happening yeah. in our lives you are uh at times you need to be the workaholic you need to be the, the go getter yes. you need to kick ass to actually establish yourself and that is beautiful but you can't keep going into that mo in that mode for such a long time That's all. Uh, it's it's impossible um but yet from now and then i still get this temptation I still get, uh, ooh, maybe I could do another audit, another study, another publication, uh, maybe this, or this and this
0: and
1: yeah. this. Um, <laughs> guilty as charged. And yeah, I found that recently, though, that I actually accepted that there are an endless amount of opportunities out there. Yes. But there is, That instead of the fear of missing out, um, I nowadays... Uh, try to encourage the joy of missing out yes oh, i could beautiful.
0: do
1: <laughs> i could do another study i could keep myself really beautiful. busy with another project or i could just uh say no actually no yes nice idea yeah. but i actually uh i'm i'm happy where i am yeah and that is a transformation yeah. that is that is a very healthy yeah. transformation i believe and something yeah that many people experience often around trauma often yeah. around yes. other things that can be as traumatic let's say menopause for a woman um yeah. changing from a you know the go getter mummy i'm everything to then suddenly and now what my hormones are changing yeah. doesn't mean i'm an old woman now and yeah. there is this growth. identity
0: loss exactly
1: yeah. so there's the grief and then hopefully the growth of into yes. into a new woman, um, but yes. these are natural transformations that happen. If we were to yes. look at trauma in exactly the same way, I guess that is what you're encouraging. Let trauma be the yeah. catalyst for you to come to the next level of of your development, whatever that yes. development is just as much yeah, as you yeah. had no clue that you would one day be a coach
0: Be you here, <laughs> I know passionate
1: passionate about yeah. about helping other women and that yes. is so beautiful but it would have never come yes. without the without the trauma it would have never without come without the trauma exactly yes. so yes yeah
0: yeah wow yeah i think i think it's time for us to to see all our struggles and our sufferings and our trauma or all the inner chattering that we we go through or even burnout, we use them because most of the times what I hear right now is like, you know, go banish your burnout or go attack that burnout, go fight your stuff, right? And I think this this gives a, the, the mindset here itself is completely different. It's not that, fear is not there because we are trying to do something the fear is existing Mm. and the more you try to fight the fear that is there with all the might and warrior and be that and so on it's not going to help and what fear is it's just a stuck energy sitting within our body that never got the chance or the opportunity to just move through our body stress, same thing, fear, same thing, negative emotions, same thing, anger, pressed anger, suppressed emotions. They never got a chance to express themselves. And now we as humanity, as humans can give that energy, a chance, an opportunity to express itself, but it's not easy. And when I say express, I don't mean go and express your anger on somebody else. (laughs) Or at the same time, we can't repress or suppress our emotions. And we go through a process called as transmutation. And, and anybody who has gone through trauma and like, you know, deep healing, somatic healing understands the transmutation is where whenever things are stuck in your body, in your emotional channel, in your body, and you're just in your somatic, in your cells, there is a presence that you are. And through your presence, you start looking at those stuck areas and then give them a chance to express themselves exactly the way they are. Mm -hmm. And when they express, and of course, it's a lot of sensations in our body, your feelings in our body, emotions in our body. We're going to cry, like as you said, you were like sobbing, you were crying for uh, something that happened. It's just a very safe way to give them the permission to just express they're gone they're gone so and I think the more we try talk about this in my TEDx I just say I think we need to have a shift from trying to feel better to becoming better at feeling that's all it is our whole journey is our whole journey is that Uh, and the sooner we realize this the better it is none of us knows like none of us know what's going to happen like a minute from now, five minutes from now, 10 minutes tomorrow. Nobody knows. But then the only thing that we are given as humans is to experience those emotions. The full spectrum of human emotions, all the way from the most negative to the most positive. And can we let those emotions pass through? Because then you see we are free to be intimate with whatever shows up. But is literally what every human is seeking for in life. Nothing more, nothing less. (laughs) We just want to experience life intimately because because if I ask anybody, what was the best moment in your life or so that you really wanted back? We all have certain glimpses of those. And those are the glimpses when we were completely present, mind, body, soul, energetically, consciousness-wise whatever was happening we were in that flow state enjoying and sometimes it was also some of the deepest moments of surrender
1: yeah
0: wherein we feel that connection to life like you know near-death experiences for some of them yeah that was the first time that they felt that they were actually alive to life
1: that be true Maybe yeah true
0: so and I think that's the shift that I really want to take people to, that these negative things that we always think about saying, um, oh the pain is coming and I don't want to do this pain. Instead, if there is a way to see what they are hidden under, because then we will we will release, we will give, we will make so much space within our body for new things to start coming up and showing up within ourselves. And that's what is the limitless possibilities that we usually talk about, infinite possibilities. And the more you're clear, the more we feel I can do more. I can do this, I can do that, I can do this. It's just more intelligence flowing through us. Mm.
1: Emotional intelligence, that is, so, which, which most of us are so bad in. Oh, yeah.
0: it's and intuitive intelligence intuitive. emotional and gut intelligence intuitive intelligence i
1: love it i love it that yeah. you distinguish these two um it is so true and uh, to the listeners and to the audience out there if you think yeah. wow what a esoteric bullshit um i know actually if you go through if you go through virtually if you if you do a marathon and listen to all the interviews that i've done uh the majority of my guests i've asked if you had a time machine and you could go back would you change your life the vast majority of i can't remember a single guest who said yeah. yes he would or she would they they all said no Because without the trauma, without the things that have happened to me, without the life, all the bad decisions and the good decisions I've made, I would never be the person that I am now. So therefore, um, but there is this kind of intelligence, there's the insight that people developed um, by stopping for a moment, actually feeling the emotions, realizing that these are waves of neurochemicals, which will go away, whatever that emotion is let it yeah. be the most beautiful bliss uh let that be the most dreaded kind exactly. of darkness let it be an anxiety attack all that will go away within five ten way. minutes typically um so yes. therefore um to chase those things um is maybe uh, not such a clever idea y- yeah. yet there is this this kind of beautiful level where your body feels just nice. um This abnormal saccharine, sweet Coca-Cola advertisement uh, crap. No, it's like like you try to get up there. Yes, I want to be young again. I want to be happy again. And give me all the drugs that I can take to get there. Well, it seems like there's a rubber band that where your body says, yes. "Come on, come back down." But exactly. Usually, there is also, and you're going really down and out, and oh, I'm such a failure. Equally, there's a rubber band there where your body says, oh, come on, come on, you don't belong there. And it sort of tries you to pull back up. So the moment yes. we realize that, that there is a beautiful you come you in there, that is just battered by external Pressures, external experiences, yes. internal things. Where your your part of your brain comes up with all the kind of beautiful ways how you could possibly die in the next five minutes. All the catastrophes that could happen. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! There's an email. This could mean I die. Yeah. And yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> once once yeah. you become intelligent enough uh on the inside, yeah. actually recognize that this is happening. Then suddenly yeah. you can start doing something about it, and yeah. maybe just just even saying, huh, "Okay, hello, anxiety,
0: nice." Yeah.
1: And what yeah. I guess what we have not said is sometimes these waves are actually messengers from your body, yes. from your gut. Um, whilst we talked a lot about esoteric things, about a, a heart and 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 um, a lot of emotions in there. Often enough, in my experience, these emotions are driven by basic needs of survival. Um, So many of us are running around eating not healthy, so maybe being dehydrated, maybe having not had enough sleep, all that puts us into a fight and flight mode. And then we are yes. surprised why we are washed over with, with adrenaline, or no adrenaline, cortisol, um, all the, the fight and flight hormones. When ultimately we have put ourselves there. So yeah. Yeah. sometimes to just eat something healthy, have a big yeah. glass of water and take a yeah. moment to just take a deep breath. Yeah. With that you've yeah. covered free of the key survival things. And that's something that you can do. So if you feel powerless yeah. and helpless in the enormity of all the chaos around you, well, there is actually a hell of a lot of things that you can do. And we sometimes keep yes. forgetting that. So we are striving for some some uh peace of mind, yet we are running on coffee and sugar. And uh <laughs> that doesn't work, guys. Yeah. It works for yeah. about a microsecond and then I 20 know. minutes later Petology. you crash.
0: You crush, Isn't... you crush. No, yeah. And sometimes it's just the the hmm, practical. We have forgotten the common sense. We have forgotten our practicality. Right? And uh, like even, even a thing like um, anxiety. Um, I was just having a talk with one of my clients and then he came up saying that, you know, I have this anxiety and I know because uh, um, I'm not able to handle work and I'm not able to handle this I need to see if there is a way that I need to manage my stress and mm, it went on and on and on and it's like we have already decided what we need to do for the anxiety and we are trying to cope up with the anxiety right it's it's like you know even if you go through a stress we have a lot of strategies okay if you're feeling stress do this do this do this do this and it's more like a coping up mechanism, hmm. and unless and until you go a little bit deeper to understand where it is coming from, we will. It's very difficult for us to change. And uh, there was there was this story wherein um, uh, there's a there's a man. Uh, he's continuously pulling people from the river because they are drowning. And then uh, more people come and just watch him. And then they also say, you know what? I'm also going to help you to to remove people from the from the river for, because they're drowning. And uh, they did that for for about a month or so, and they, they they did save a lot of people. And then suddenly this this man vanishes. We're like, where did this man go? And he was the one who told us to like you know save so many people from drowning. And then he came after, and then slowly for that next month. There were less people who were even in the river. There were less people drowning. Mm-hmm. When he comes after a month and then says, Oh, I just went to the source where people were just falling into this river. Mm-hmm. And I think it's fence. that, yeah, yeah, whatever we needed to there, at, at there. At the core root, at the, at the analyzing the root cause, yeah. why we are the way we are, what are the conditioning that, that we are operating from, what's mm-hmm. the trauma that we have suffered, because of which we need to build layers of protection over the trauma. And I think till we go down to that depth, and which is again a somatic healing because everything is stored in our body, it's not just our mind or just emotions, it's deep inside our gut, inside the the, the cells in our our DNA that is there. Going there and then again, releasing them Mm. is the only way that I feel as of now, to, to kind of make that space within for anything that wants to flow. And if you don't do anything at that level, anything that we are doing at the surface level is just one more coping mechanism, one more strategy after the other. Beautifully
1: said. Beautifully and said. uh
0: Yeah. But this is... Hopefully, I mean, this, yeah.
1: No, ladies first. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead. I think the reality is this is you have you've touched upon the whole the whole gamut of of ways how to exist positive negative um the ways how we try to manage ourselves and it is such a complex thing And i guess that's where a coach actually comes in that's where your role comes in because it's sometimes so difficult to even see what are the next steps um, I think that is, that is, I think that the biggest problem, we all probably know what we do, or at least know something that we should do, but we don't. Yeah. Why do yeah. you think that is? People do know what they have to do, but then don't do it. This procrastination, yeah, I, I, so to speak. Yeah, um, yeah. Why?
0: I just wrote an yeah, I just wrote an article, I just published this today in my Facebook, uh, and even in my LinkedIn, um, why do we feel stuck? Like the, the number one thing that I get is, I know I have to do this, but I can't. I know I have to do this. I just can't. Why? You know, I just feel something is holding me back. Like I don't know how to express it. Uh-huh. And the, the the minute they say, I don't know how to express it means it's beyond your cognitive ability to understand what's happening. And the intelligence now has to come from the body. Instead of leading from the mind and letting the body follow the mind, yeah. the shift, the transformation has to happen wherein you lead from the body. Mm-hmm. And the mind will follow. And the mind is beautiful, the mind is smart, the mind will do whatever it needs to do. And the the stuckness has like seven, eight layers of reason of why it is. Why we, why we feel we are stuck and even things like procrastination is not that we are lazy or we are not like no it's it's nothing to blame us for that, that, that the mind thinks that it can do procrastination and feeling stuck are deeper health fears that we don't want to see um for many years, I procrastinated whether even I wanted to run this business as a business, as a coaching business. And the more and more I was trying to do it, it's like, why am I procrastinating? I am able to give transformations to my people and I enjoy doing this. Why don't I want to set it up as a business? Ah, oh, the fear of failure. Uh-uh, that's, that's one fragment of mine that needs to be integrated. Uh, it, it's a fear of failure. And for some time, it was also a fear of success. And, you know, we we have these deep held beliefs that, you know, if you are successful, um, maybe you're not a good mother. I mean, for women, that's that's the number one thing. If you're if you're a very career oriented woman, if you're a very professional, uh, maybe you may not be a good mother taking care of your child. You may not have enough time to tend towards your uh, relationship as a mother or as a wife. You see, there is that conflicting ideas. That's going on within our internal chatter or even a belief system that our mind is or the body is holding on to. So, so that we will never win, you see, because we we have two forces that are taking us in the opposite direction. The reason I keep myself self-sabotaging is because there is a fear that something is gonna happen. And I use self-sabotaging as a way for me to not do that. It's like two identities, and and the way these two identities are is if one grows, the other also grows, and if one does not, and if one vanishes, the other also vanishes. and well, neither of them want to vanish. the The identity or the ego, when it is attached to an identity, is it wants to grow and grow and grow. Hmm. So now these two identities are taking you, pulling you in two separate directions. I want to establish my business. Oh, I have a fear of failure, mm. but I want to establish my business. You see you see how they're opposing forces, but one derives energy from the other. Because the minute I succeed something in, in establishing myself, I won't have this fear. It's 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 a, it's a paradox that we are operating under, mm-hmm. but they're opposing forces. And this is why we feel stuck because we don't feel like we have the energy to either go this way, nor that way. If I say, you know what, I'm, I'm just going to stop my business. No. There's always that identity that will come. No, you have to do this. Okay, I'm going to go do my business. There is that identity that will pull you back and say, no, I don't think this is what you need to do because blah, 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 blah will suffer in your life. You see, yeah. it's, it's two opposing forces. Um, and both of them have to be looked at and integrated hmm. towards your wholeness.
1: And maybe a little bit massaged and maybe a little bit yeah. explored. I was just thinking, um, my attitude are certain certain feelings certain core beliefs i think i should call yeah which were laid down in my childhood which are so counterproductive and which i just realized right now just listening to you that actually um that might be the reason that i have a certain attitude towards money a certain attitude um towards success that i maybe sabotage myself because of those held core beliefs and it's sometimes you you just need to have such a really beautiful discussion like we had and you need to listen to what what someone like you has to say uh Sunita so you just actually this morning helped me quite a bit to realize a few things and I think that's the power of deep and and meaningful discussions like ours Um, we tend not to have them in our lives because we often don't know such people. Um, So Mm. therefore, if I look around in my friendship circle, etc., there's no one I can have such a discussion as like, like right now I do with more or less a stranger. Yeah. Have, have, yeah, exactly. Having having said that, we two are yeah. closer in this moment than in I am this, with yeah. many people in my workspace. Yeah. So yeah. it is so beautiful. the moment we actually yeah. open up and actually are are ready to explore whatever comes out, um yes.
0: whatever comes out, yeah, it
1: is and it's, it's this exactly we're, we're coming in full circle. Ultimately, we need to learn how to feel again we need to yes. embrace our emotions the good ones the bad ones and see them as the messengers that they are uh the 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 part of the, the fact that they are part of life um yes, something yes. we need to and run the away potential
0: from? that they have yeah and Correct. the potential that they have right uh because for me uh, every feeling that was suppressed came with the uh, amazing amount of energy and space like a physical it just felt like a physical space that was that i was making in within my body interesting Uh, Hmm. and uh i had an energy that would because because stefan this is how i metaphorically imagine if our body is like um a virtual illusion of, of having a body, then there is a there is energy that's flowing in, like a stream. Mm-hmm. And all the suppression of feelings that we want to, like this, this feeling I should not uh, experience or I should not feel sad or anger or so, is just a way, it's like a fortress that you are building over the natural flow of the energy,
1: yeah.
0: And that stresses you out because you 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 require a lot of energy to avoid certain things. Resistance is not easy. The minute, yeah. and the minute you say, you know what, I'm okay to experience anger or sadness or anything like that. The 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 four, slowly starts becoming like melting. And now the new energy starts flowing in beautifully. So you feel more effortless doing what you do. And then you still feel like there is more energy for you to do more. And again, even on that journey, we can latch on to any positive feeling of peace. Um, Like, you know, I, I used to call it as a peace prison. Sometimes you can latch on to peace too and then say, you know what, I'm happy, I'm content, okay. everything is fine. This is this is what I wanted to all my life and when yeah. I have reached, why do I need to do certain things, right? So that's also a latching on yeah. to, to positive thing. And again, you need energy to hold on, to contain the peace and hold it so that you feel like it is there and I can go to it every time I need and you're holding it, which again takes a lot of energy. So resisting and holding are the two things that we as humans do. And if we can let go to do that, Um, energy naturally flows. You're connected to your source. Our creativity blossoms like crazy. And anything that we wanted to achieve in the self-developmental area, we were naturally happy.
1: sometimes it needs a little push and that push, nudging yeah a little yes. nudge let's let's yes. let's give yeah. it like that yes a you nudge. can't just sit yeah. back and do nothing and expect yes. it all to sort of just come oh yeah right. oh yeah yes <laughs> so I think sometimes yes you don't know what you don't know to start off with sometimes uh, yeah. you you say a lot of things but the key is to have a team around you of people or one person at least who can listen to you and can hear what you say but also can hear what you don't say because that is actually often where the answer is the moment this person then holds a mirror in front of your face you can you then have the the power to actually realize huh okay uh and suddenly your body with the right guidance your body comes yes. up with the answers to yes. your situation. And I think that's where yes. where the the that is such a beautiful relationship between a coach uh, or yes. a, a psychologist or whatever role this yes. person holds. Uh, they yes. can just just the sheer fact that they can hold a mirror in front of your face and allow yourself to yeah. grow. I think yes. that's a beautiful thing. And that is exactly what you're doing. You're creating the um, opportunity for women to explore this chaos that is within them and you try to help them to become more in tune i guess with themselves yes and to feel their emotions and accept them as part of their daily life
0: yeah uh, Yeah. rather
1: than something that you have to fight resist i love that to resist hold on to that is you're quite right these are all things that take Incredible amount yeah. of energy. And maybe yeah. this energy can be used better by us just stopping for a moment and then yeah. using that energy in a moment in a more yes. productive way.
0: Yes, yes. Now, beautifully said. Uh, I think the, the nudging is where we are not used to doing this on a daily basis. Oh. Um, the minute we feel anxious, we will do anything not to make us feel anxious. Mm. And coaching is a space wherein a person is given. The space, first of all, express themselves however they want to express. Mm-hmm. I have my clients who sob, who literally sob, who like try, um, who release their emotions sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the same time, that is just one part of the work that is just like, you know, resistance and letting go. But at the same time, we also have to tap into the potential that the person has mm-hmm. and kind of rebuild them. resurrect them in a way, resurrect their life, their whole system in a way that is more aligned with who they are, right? So there is destruction that is happening on one side. Destruction of all the fort that they have built, of holding on, of resisting. And at the same time, through insights, understanding, through aha realizations, something within the mind, body, and the heart will start newly developing and this is what is usually called as the resurrection that happens is now if you're kind of rebuilding your life and then that rebuilding has to happen from that person only and all they can have is an insight from the code and it's kind of a nudging uh-huh why do you want to do that mm-hmm. but why uh-huh okay uh, but so right. what right exactly and then what happens those very in future way of curious questions, because I'm also curious when I talk to my uh, my clients, it's not that I have the answers at all, but I'm curious and I come from a place of listening and then mining, ex- like, you know, um, uh, excavation, excavating things under them, yeah. and then what will give them foundation that they can build their life upon next, so, so usually spirituality just focuses on clearing everything, but it doesn't help you build a life again. Right. And then it's usually like, you know, it's up to the person and whatever they want that they can do and so on. But then again, even in that, the the right inquiry practices yeah. will instigate, will awaken something within that will now kind of lead your life in a very aligned way. And it uses your skills. It uses um, your talent. It uses what you like and what you don't like as a human. And there's 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 an integration of a human with the spiritual aspect, which for me is nothing but practicality of life. That's all it is
1: is beautiful see if it if it would just be so simple <laughs> but it is yeah, it, so, would, it, it yeah. is so simple when we actually it is
0: very that. simple yes it's very simple it's very simple but <laughs> the mind doesn't want to think that it is simple <laughs> right because if it's too so, yeah, simple yeah. It, it's it's not challenging enough right
1: <laughs> that's the ego talking again <laughs> yeah that's the ego yeah 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 oh, brilliant. so it
0: wants yeah. to keep it yeah it wants to keep it difficult
1: so. Sunita, you're an amazing woman. uh it's uh, this was a beautiful beautiful interview and me exploring so many things in my own head uh and and I hope that the audience had the same the same experience um sunita, if if people think, wow, this woman is amazing, where can they find you where how could can they get in touch with you?
0: Yeah, uh, I have all the details are on my website www. And I also have a free one hour masterclass that anybody can go and listen to where I talk about my program. It's a signature program. And um, the name of the program is AWAKE. No brownies for guessing there. Um, AWAKE is an acronym that stands for five shifts that I give, five transformations that I give to people, uh, awareness within um, action, conscious action, kindling our truths, and uh, embodied engagement in life. Um, So it touches upon ancient wisdom and it takes the um, trauma healing, somatic healing and positive psychology on the psychology side, um, awareness um, and deeper ancient wisdom practices. And it's completely weaved together to help the modern contemporary women in her role as a professional, as an entrepreneur, as a wife, as a mother, as a daughter, as a sister, as a friend, and as a community. So it takes all of these, and then gives the right simple, practical way to live and thrive in life. That's what the One hour Masterclass does. And I also have an ebook on the website. So if they go to my website, they'll have all the details. And if they feel called to connected with me, um, to work with me, they can always book a call and we can explore more
1: beautiful guys look down there into the description of the youtube video or of the podcast because we've got it all there um so no excuse not to follow your gut feeling your instinct your emotional (laughs) uh insights and and just actually explore and and who knows who you will become which new and changed improved version of yourself is waiting out there to be explored life yeah. is about transformation and about adaptation to challenges but it is also so much about growth the post-traumatic growth mm-hmm. that is where we all come become this new being with a new yeah. new force within us that makes us get up in the morning. And I invite you all to come along onto this journey. Sunitva has been there. I have been there. And we just so happen that we're a bit further down the the line, a bit further down the path compared with you. We still have lots to learn. And if I listen to myself today and then compare that with my experiences in a year's time, um, this will be probably a very different man. In a year's yes. time, just as much as I've grown from the man I was a year ago. So Sunifa is no different. And you guys, if you feel that you're stuck in a rut, don't worry. This is this is a good place to be. Because from yes. now you're you're ready to to grow. So therefore. Yeah, Sunifa, thank you so much for coming on to my show. This was a beautiful interview. You're an amazing woman, you're a force of nature and I can't wait to see what what how you will uh, transform this world uh, in the next few months and years.
0: Stefan, thank you so much. One of the best, beautiful conversations that I've had. And, and it's nice to it's nice to talk in a way that the other person also connects at such a depth. And as you said, two strangers, but we connected completely at a different level, <laughs> uh, a, a more inner level. So yeah. So thank you so much for this opportunity. And I love what you're doing. Um, there's an amazing um uh, contribution a service to humanity that that you're you're giving. So thank you for everything, and it's my privilege to be here and talking to you today. <laughs> and
1: you guys out there look after yourself and live with passion.
0: Bye. Thank you. I never give up. I never give up, I never give up, turn around.